Good morning, Daf Sadiches on Adalif. We're a little way into the Gemara, but before we go into that, just one point uh, or two points we were uh, talking about yesterday. Number one, in terms of a Makom Petur, so we were discussing whether the Makom Petur is Mechubad Karaka or not. I got it the wrong way around. The Machlok is whether it's got to be Mechubad Karaka or not. Because you know, we said that in Karmid is the Kadim, right? That you know, there's no, no such thing as a Karmidist when you're talking about Kadim. So the shaid is, what about a Makom Petur? Can you have such a thing as a Makom Petur, which is a Kli? So it's a Makhlik, it's Rishayim. So based on that, when you're walking in the Rishayim, so we were saying about putting it on a bin or something like that, I just actually measured now, whilst I was, I was standing at the bus stop, I measured a, one of the round bins, you know, the public bins. And uh, just get an idea. No, it is more than, no, it would be more than 4x4, four by, uh, four by four, I think. It's round, so... Bit difficult to measure, but um, but uh, bollard definitely is uh, that would be joined to the ground. But uh, so if it's within ten bottom of the ground, it's going to be subject to machlokes. Let's say the bin was less than four by four. Let's say it was less than four by four. Yeah, if it was four by four, you don't want to put it down there, ideally, right? Yeah, In fact, you definitely do not want to put it down there because eight is bekeidem. So if it if it's below three, then it's a rishus If it's above three, then it's going to be a karmelis. Unless it's above ten spokim. If it's above ten spokim, then already it's a makom petur. Is it above ten spokim in the rishus rabbin? As long as you put it on the top, not on the side. And on the side, bad move, right? Um, sorry, what am I talking about? If it's four by four, though, it's four by four. No, 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 no. then it's no good because not, if it's four by four, below three is rishus rabbin. Yeah, um, above ten is going to be a. No, if it's, it's going to be a rishus hayochid. Right. And below three and nine, that's the, uh, you can't have a Kalmudis, so it's, nine itself can be a Rosh Hashanah, depending on the Rabbi Mechazman and all of it, etc. So the kids said that wouldn't be, that's not a good one, right? If it's less than four by four, then it's subject to Machlokas. Below three again, it's going to be a Rosh Hashanah, bottles to Rosh Hashanah, yeah? Above ten, the Choladeus, you're all right. Because it's above ten in the Rosh Hashanah. Can't be a Kalmudis, because they ain't Kalmudis became so there's nothing to talk about. Besides that, you can't have a karmelis above 10. Can't be a rishus hayochid because it's less than 4 by 4 Can't be rishus haram because it's above 10. So it must be. It's a makom to So that you'd be all right. But below 10... That's you, when it's a, a fixed bow. No, no, no. I'm when it's not fixed at the moment. That's why I said. Ain't karmelis bekeidim. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movable. Yeah, yeah. But if it's less than 10, below 3 and 10, then it's going to be subject to Machalik, whether that's Makom Petur. So if it's a movable, above 10, you're all right. If it's less than 4 by 4, then you're all right. But like below 3 and 10, like between, between 3 and 10, yeah, like a cone, <coughs> it's going to be subject to Machalik. If, however, it's a fixed thing, then again, if it's 4 by 4, bad move, right? But if it is Huh? If it's less than 4x4, four four, then a fixed thing, you'll be alright above 3, no matter what. Correct? No matter what. So that's why you're better off with a... So something like a bollard is not going to be a, it's not going to be 10 to fucking high. The truth is it doesn't have to because it's fixed to the ground. So that's perfectly fine. It's less than 4x4, four four, it's above 3, Fixed to the ground as well. That would be the ideal Makom Pato. But there can be little things that are fixed to the ground as well. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, 
some kind of, uh, I don't know, there are small things. About three there, it's going to be about three, you don't want it to be the bottom of the third, it's about, it's about 25 centimeters, about 10 inches. Or thereabouts, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's that point. As it happens, the only little complication is, yeah, is that we're talking about a caramelis. Very often. It's a, it's a shy, because now it's just a rub, we don't know what the state is. If you're in a caramelis, then, the, then there's sort of another machlokas, yeah, whether you can get a makom pitzur bechlal in a caramelis. Whether there's bechlal a vault of makom pitzur in a caramelis. Then we're in trouble. Then we're in trouble, yeah. The mice of a makom the Mishra Burr is maple, but then you should definitely try to find something fixed to the ground. Unless, by the way, unless it's above 10. If it's above 10, because ain't caramelis in the model meyut, absolutely. But again, make sure it's not 4x4. Four 4x4 four. Four four and above 10 is going to be Rosh Hashayah, but you don't want that. Whether it's movable, whether it's not. Yeah? Below 10 in the Kamadis, it's the Chal is the Shaila. So, not ideal. So, Bekitza, if you want to be, I suppose, absolutely ideal, you're really looking for something above 10. If you're looking for something above 10, less than 4x4, it doesn't make a difference whether it's clear or not, whether it's movable or not. Yeah? Even in a Carmelis, if it's joined to the ground, you can you can rely on those shitters. That it's, uh... No, even below 10, if it's joined to the ground. No, if it's above 10, then, then, then it's definitely all right. Yeah, is that good? Definitely above 3. Yeah, it's going to be above 3, otherwise it's possible. And, 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 and also, less than 4 by 4. It's got to be it. So basically, in a nutshell, less than 4x4, four four, the essentials are less than 4x4 four four and above 3. If it's not above 3, if it's, if it's more than 4x4, four four, you, you, you don't want to... Right? Never more than 4x4. Four four. So it's, it's got to be less than 4x4 four four, and it's got to be above 3. Once you're in that area... You've always got something to rely upon, but Mechubal Akarka is going to be better. Going to be better. Right? Unless you're above 10. Then it makes no difference. Yeah, I'm sorry, just to keep walking. Yeah, what we discussed is that possibly, possibly it's better, Mechubal is a better eater. Because you keeping you walking is subject to Mechubal Akarka's Huh? There's always, you're going to end up having to stop at the track at night. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You just keep no, walking up and down. But, uh, no, you don't. You keep walking up and down. You keep walking up and down. Yeah, okay. But there's a chashash that you will stop. Okay. Uh, so you're better off putting it down on the computer. Yeah. I think you're better yeah. off anyway putting it down on the computer for the simple reason. If you can find them on If you can find them on the computer, then you're better off because the Rosh Hashayach is definitely subject to Machalikas. That idea. According to the Meiri, it's an Esadoraisa. Quintetosus, it's a Doraisa. Arguably according to Russian, it's a Doraisa. Right? Mukhopatul, we spoke about yesterday whether whether that would be subject to Machalokas or Roshonim. It's from Menachem Zamba's thing, it wants to say if you're Russian, yes, or Quintetosus, or not. Do you think there should be amongst the people who know Mukhopatul, a couple of them installed their own screen? I'm not, I'm just. 
is to promote parish chaplains that are pending back in Nottingham Hill, the famous Oscar Cotton situation. Well, if you want, what you, what, what you could do is, if your front garden is a Rosh Hashayofid, you could put a big notice there saying anyone who's, <laughs> as long as you, you don't mind yourself getting you know, the line of fire about Peru, but you could put a big notice there saying if anyone's, you know, check your pockets, if you've got anything in your pockets, you're welcome to dump it in my front garden. Why is that help? Because then they're going from Rosh Hashayofid to Rosh Hashayofid to Rosh Hashayofid, which will might we accept is all right. The, the, the Shulchan Aruch HaAtpaskans, that's, that's also is. Whether it's as good as the Makom Petura, possibly not. But why do you have to have a sign there? Why do you have to have a sign where? So let's, let's see, even oh, because people may not think that, you can yeah, just like, dump it in somebody's front garden. Right, I, okay. But let's say there wasn't one there. If and, there wasn't one there... Yeah. Let, let's, let's say... Well, if you want, you could put outside, outside so your so house you, on the you, pavement every Shabbos. You could put there, you could put a Makom Petura, you know, sign saying Makom Petura. Kosher, you know, Mahajim and Mahajim came to under the Ashkoch of Dr. Friday. <laughs> All you have to do is make sure it's less than 4x4 four four and above 10, because you're not going to want something fixed to the ground now, are you? Because you want a little receptacle bit at the top of it, or to be flat. No, you can have a receptacle at the top. Perfect. As long as it's one, yeah, it's above 10. Make sure it's above 10. Above 10, less than 4x4. Four four. Install it there, but just make sure. The problem is, most people will look at it and think, oh, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, for people who know, yeah, that would be maybe it would be a very useful aid. So people can check their pockets as they go past. Now, my sir, we, we already learnt. Right? And if it's in the computer next week, please check your pockets. <laughs> Could do. But, uh, but, but my sir, you should really put there, check your pockets before Shabbos and before. Because that, that halacha that we say. Mm-hmm. Right. Number one, when people say in Rabbi Malik, you should have checked it before you came to shul as well. It's, it's halacha. People think we just say it in the Mishnah. It's a halacha. We've learnt it. It's a halacha that a hilchasar abosi is to to. Uh, but it's also really every time you leave the house, unless as we discussed again, we're not going into this again. But do you remember what we discussed? Whether you're supposed to put anything in your pockets anyway in the house. You remember that? Machlokes Roshanim all the way through to the Gon. The Gon would not put anything in his pockets on Shabbos. The stipend they wouldn't put in. And let the stipend is things which you're, you'd only wear it at home, he said, you, that, that you can. But uh, I personally do not put anything in, in my, uh, my pockets on Shabbos. At least on Shabbos, even during the week, I try not to if it's a phone, for whatever reason I'm wearing a Shabbos case, but not always. Because I know I'm very absent minded, I would, I would uh, forget about it. But, 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 no, that, we're not going back into that again. Go, what? No, what I'm saying, by not putting things into your pockets, then you'll, 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 you'll say to yourself, I never put things in my pockets. I still, I still check my pockets, yeah, though. It's much better to check. I still check my pockets, because that's the halacha. As I go to shul with my son, he, he often reminds me, because I, you know, I told him, we remind each other. Yeah. I, I mainly check them after a simcha, because you know, you've had your, that's all, yeah. you've had your big dish. That's right, last, last night I went to sort of you took know, everything bench, out. You find a bench or something. Yeah. Or a, yeah. a gift or a gift or something. Also, when you buy something, I've learned from experience, so when you buy like a new coat, yeah, the buttons, yeah. The buttons but check in everything, even the most hidden pocket. Because I suddenly discovered there's a hidden thing I didn't even know about. There were buttons inside there. Or after the dry cleaners, there's the receipt. There's that's not always problematic. We've spoken about that. Some things are, some things are not. That's not necessarily... Uh, if it's if it's bottled, depending on where it is, if it's on the outside or the inside, whether it's because uh, whether it's bottled to the beggars, not always a problem. 
That's, that's not always a problem if the person didn't say that. But, uh, yeah, again, it's best to get into a good habit, absolutely. Yeah? Okay, that was that, was that point. But back into al now we were dealing with the trying to work out, we just started, trying to work out how they piled the Kroshim on top of the wagons. Right? This is just a simple, straightforward piece of Gomorrah now. Nothing, uh, the, only, the only question we had yesterday was on that Rashi, remember? Yes, I looked at it again, I don't know that. You're still happy with your love, Dafka? No, 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 no. The, the whole... No, it's Dafka with Tachtehem. Uh, that's, that's, that's what Rashi concentrates on, that, that one, because that's a problematic one. Why? Sedan's also a Because uh, like you said, it, 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 it implies that there's something uh, on top, that it's Makura. Whereas you could all interpret the Bryce of the other one. He, the, 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 the whole problem is because he, he, he said... Um, uh, that if it's mother, uh, because Ralph said mother that doesn't Makura is potter, and, and then that, that that is his his chiddush, yeah. And then you've got this this brisa with a rechia, yeah, which is see, uh, um, which is which which seems to. Uh, Oh, it's about Lagolus. That Lagolus are Makurus. Well, Lagolus are obviously because they have beams on top of them. That was the point Rashi made. Sidea, Sidea, they're going to be beams there. not necessarily being Makura. The other parts might not be Makura. Why would they not be Makura? But we know. But we know. Yeah, but we know. But we know the way the beams are. We know the way the beams were packed onto there. So we know that in between there's going to be beams. That's what Rashi said. I mean, it's not, it's not me saying it's Rashi said that. You have a look at that for one second. No, let me just recap, just because otherwise. Yes, yeah, so he has to explain that, 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 that he can he can explain that Bryson in accordance with with with, with Ralph, but he could also explain it if he if he hadn't said his thing. Uh, it's not in accordance with the Rav. You could have interpreted the Bryson. It's not in accordance with the Rav. It's against Rav. He's just explained it against Rav. But we know you've got the beams there. There's there's no doubt about it. You've got the beams there. Well, okay, I haven't understood it. Let me just explain it again outside. You're maybe you're you're onto something. Don't let me discourage you ever, but. Is, let, me, let me just explain it again now. So what we had was, if you've got a Rosh Hashanah, which has got a roof on it, and you carry a Dalai Dhamma, we said, you're potter. Why? Because it's not Dhamma to dig in the middle. That's not the way it was done in the middle. Right? You don't have a Rosh Hashanah with, with a roof. So the Gemara said, that's not true. Why? Because we know, we've got a statement from, who was it? It was actually Rav Meshim Rabbi Chiyo, but it's also Rav's, but it's speaking there. But is that this? The Agolos, the Agolos, they were roofed. Why were they roofed? Because they had beams. Now, contrary to what Dr. Freilich may contend here, we know the way the beams went. That there's no doubt. We said you had two wagons. I was going, we just go with Rashi for the time being, okay? Where Rashi learnt was that the halal, that means basically we're going to see this in the Gemara later, that the, the wagons were a, were just like a frame. It's just a frame. With like, it's a bit like, um, with, with, imagine this is a frame, okay? It's hollow in the middle, right? I mean, like it's a, uh, yeah, a hollow box sort of thing. And you've got like an axle going all the way through. Right? If you want, it doesn't have to be all the way through, but that's right. Axle there, axle there, axle there, and three we- and four wheels, right? Yeah? Now, 
the hollow, I mean the, the frame, was two and a half uh, amas across. The width, right? Correct? We'll talk about the length in a second. Right? It was two and a half amas across. Then, the thickness... Right, so you've got the, the axle plus the thickness of the, of, the, uh, of the wheel. Basically, on either side, would give you another two and a half. So, across is five amas. Okay? Which means the way you'd position the beam, which was ten amas long, was the middle five amas would be on top of the wagon. The way Rashi learns, the middle two and a half would actually be on the frame. And then another one and a quarter that way, one and a quarter that way, effectively on top of the wheels. Not literally on top of the wheels, but on top of that, you know, thickness. And then you'd have two and a half protruding, two and a half protruding this way. And the same in this wagon next to it. They're travelling two by two. So if you're now looking, doing a cross, I don't know what you want to call it, a cross section, sort of going across, you'll have, starting from the left, you'll have two and a half beams sticking out. Then just with the wagon, five. Two and a half sticking out. Then two and a half sticking out from the other wagon. Then five. And then two and a half. Okay? We agree? Which means now, if you carry tafteir under the wagons, you're obviously going to be under a roof. Because you've got the beams there. If you carry bitsidein, tzidein we said was? Where the wheels are. Where the wheels are. That's going to be roofed. If you carry beinein, which what Rashi was actually going on there, between them, it's also going to be roofed. Right? So in which case, wherever you carry it there, and we know that was that was the Rishosaram. That's where we learned the sixteen others from. But that's not. It's not really how you carry. You don't crawl underneath something to carry. You, these wagons. No, we're, we're going to sit. They were quite high. They were quite high because people had to get underneath. People did have to get underneath. In case they were they were what do you call it thing? If the beam started falling, that a beam would come in to to move them. Not necessarily in underneath in the middle, but from the side. It's, it's going to come later on. The, the Gemara is going to explain. We're going to get the the uh, Shia of Rosh Hashanah learned from that. Okay, we'll we'll come to that. But but before that, before we get to that, yeah. Um, for the time being, I'm just explaining the way Rashi learns. There are other. I think it's in Tosis, but it's not on. Not yet. It comes later. I don't think we, I, that, I have my doubts with we'll we'll these Tosis inside. Anyway, I think it's just going to be a question of how. There, are, there is a shitter that the wheels were actually right next to each other, not like Rashi. The way Rashi's learned it is the five was. Ex, uh, including the wheels. So you'd have a gap between the wheels of, right, five. So for the time being, let's just go with Rashi. So therefore, Rashi says, Binayin is also Makura. Right? Yeah, he goes into detail to explain. I know, Rashi goes into detail to explain Binayin, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was fine. No problem at that stage. The problem is, then, the Gemara answers, Ah, Kikwama Rav. When did Rav say that if you carry with the Agolos, yeah, you're going to be Chayev? Whether it's Tachten, Benen, Tzeden, whatever it is, right? That's going to be in between the beams. Because you've misunderstood the way they did the beams. How would they put the beams? They would have, let's say, a beam. I mean, with a few on top of each other, as it happens, at one end, let's say. Then they'd have a slight gap. Then the next beam, a few piled on top of it. Again, this is just the way Rashi learns it, right? And then a gap, and then the next ones. Yeah? So far, so good. There are those who learn, there are shits in the Rishonim, we learn that they weren't actually piled one on top of each other. Literally, it wouldn't be exactly. That's what it means. Badarata means the first layer. It means the first layer. Because when you've got the first layer, you will then have gaps. Once you, get, once you start piling on the rest of them, you won't necessarily have gaps because they may overlap, if you see what I mean. 
you know, you've got one there. This one won't necessarily sit exactly like that. It may sit a bit like that. And this one, this one. So you end up with a bit like a pyramid sort of thing. But, the, again, the way Rashi learns it is... Exactly, the gaps are not Makura. And that's what we're talking about. If you carry with the wagons, whether it's Tachteen, Beneen or Betiden, we're talking about in those gaps. If you're walking in those gaps and you walk Daladamas there, you've got Daladamas to walk there. If you walk Daladamas there, you'll be Chayev. Ah, it's Makura? It's not Makura because they're gaps. Now the Gemara is about to start asking, it's Lovud, etc. We're going to work with that and we're going to work out how we can do this. But that essentially is the answer to the Gemara. Is that clear? I was surprised if there was that many crushing per Agala. Because these things were massive by themselves. They were massive. And if you, the, the, if, the Gemara if, is going to work this and, out. And, and if you had more than five of them, I mean, you need a lot of animals to pull it. How they did it is a good, good question. But in my said that, that, was, that was the... Uh... Unless it was some sort of... Next to the carriage well, itself. I don't know. I mean, how much horsepower is. It's travelling on sand. It's not like it's travelling on a concrete roads or tarmac roads. It's travelling on sand. Well, so they have these special special wheels, right? It's like extra wide. Extra wide wheels, yeah. See, I just went to the bike shop the other day. They have these huge wide wheels. Roy for anything. Even so. Had the Amazon on before them to it's make the ground. It's difficult if you go into those sort of details. You got, you got, because you got, well, you got the clouds. You got the cloud which went ahead of them, made the ground. Yes, made the ground. Maybe it made it easier to travel on as well. I don't know. Going to some, there was actually a cloud underneath them as well. Besides the one going before, you had this, the cloud underneath them, so they were travelling effectively on a cloud as well. Okay, but that's that, that's the uh, that's the. I mean, on each. They would, they would have had roughly twelve. They would, they would have had roughly twelve. I think twelve beams on each. Because you know, yeah, we, we worked out yesterday, there were 48 beams. Extra, I'm not talking about, the, then you've got the ones on the, you know, the carrying the, por- uh, holding the porridge, so you've got extra ones there. But just those beams, just the ones we're talking about, you would have had 12 on each. The, the Gemara is going to work, it, we're going to work through how, how exactly they were packed onto each wagon. Okay, that's, but the point we asked is, and this is what Dr. Vyas was trying to address, is that we answered, just one word in Rashi. When was Rav talking about that Yochayev Right? We said in the gaps. What was the one word Rashi said? Ki ko'omarav. Tachtehen is Rosh Hashanah. Why Tachtehen? Why not Benayen? That was what Rashi explained before. So we did, we said yesterday, we did say yesterday, they could be because Tachtehen is the mashmos, there's something underneath it. That's the much more. It's therefore we come from that. That's probably the strongest question. I think that's what you're trying to... You'll tell me if you meant something else in a second, which may be what you meant. No, maybe you did, and I'm just, you know, playing, playing difficult here. Is like this. I'll tell you, the Marashot asked the question. I saw, saw afterwards the Marashot for at the Kasha. And he answers like this, because, look, Benayim, I could get out of the Kasha. Remember, the beams, the bottom of the beam would have been, if you think about it, the bottom of the beam was carved out, wasn't it? Where the sockets went into. So it went up and armor, but you had a nice little square there. Correct? So maybe I could get out of it, I could get out of it by saying that the, the bottom ends of the beams were facing into the middle. 
So therefore, if you've got them like that sort of thing, you're going to have a little gap here. That's not Makura. Again, I don't know if they get broken. I mean, they're huge, these things. They're not talking about little, sort of, uh, you know, a little bit. He says, we could get out of it. They're not saying that's the way they did it. But that's how we could get out of it. But Tachtean, you can't, because Tachtean is under the wagon. So that was absolutely solid. So it's quite hard to get replacement parts. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, right off to China. You know. But, uh, well, they were, they, they were in Midbasin at one point, so, you know. <laughs> so, um, Sin is China, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure you're um, anyway, what was the? It's also interesting. You say we said the Midbar, no one was living there. Look at China today. Uh, anyway, I'm joking. The the the. the I mean, it just occurred to me now. I, I'm just a little not sure about that because. If you carry in the, the passage that we're talking about, it says, Marvid Dalad Amis Barisha We're talking about carrying in Dalad Amis. There's not Dalad Amis though there, which is not roofed. You get two Amis across, that's all you get. Two Amis across and, and, and uh, sort of going the opposite direction is even less. Yeah, but then, but then you only get. You get a bit not roofed, then roofed, not roofed. Think about it. Yeah, but it's in motion. So if you're in motion yeah. and you're under that part, which isn't Makura. Or, or, or it could be like a super roof with slats. You've got another one to close it up. Well, that's, that's, that's an interesting question. You're saying if it's in motion. And you're carrying. And you're carrying, so you're doing Daladama. That's an interesting one. So you're saying that the, the roof will be moving ahead yeah, of you. Yeah. Oh, very good, very good. Okay. Like slats in a sicker roof. Sorry? Like slats in a sicker roof. And um, you've got the wood closing up all the gaps. Yeah, but here, here, now, lovered, that's something we spoke about, where the lovered, because here we're going on the opposite direction. We want to get rid of the roof. So, a shadow, whether you say lovered on, on solid, that was a machalikas we've seen, we mentioned it at least, right? Um, and number two is I think it's too big to have lovered. If you work it out, I think the, the gaps are too big, it's more than three to four. The solid stuff. So love the We're going to use love the. Okay, look, that, that's what the Maharshal says. Fine. I think we could say something very similar to that. I just think a little better, in my humble opinion, for the simple reason that you don't have to. Although it's clever, it's, uh, I like what you just said. You know about, about it moving. It's clever. But number one, you don't have to come. We'll avoid your problems about you know the sort of the practicality of doing it in the middle. And the third reason, perhaps the the biggest reason why I like it the best, is because it's from the Rishonim. Which we know by now, you should know, is our Klal Gadol. If we can bring, and that is along the lines you're saying, but we're using the Rishonim, and that is Tachtean is the Makur of the Kasha. That was the Balamor I quoted yesterday, but I looked back at it again, and that it's even better. The reason is because without Tachtean, if I didn't have Tachtean there, I wouldn't have a problem. Do you know why? Then it is what you were trying to say before. Who says you're carrying when the beams are on there? Maybe all Rabbi Chiyah is saying there, when Rabbi Chiyah is Rabbi Chiyah, Agolis, leave out Tachten a second, Benem Betzidein is Rishus HaRabim. Yeah? You're looking at the wagons, between them, Betzidein, that's a Rishus HaRabim. Maybe we're talking about when there's no beams on there. They didn't always have beams on there. 
What do you think they were doing when the Mishkan was standing? There were no beams on there. They didn't keep the spare parts on there, right? There was Yeah? So how do you know we're talking about when the beams are on there? How do you know? Because it says Tachteya. Tachteya doesn't make any sense. The only thing you could, you could argue is, but, but again, it's what the Rishonim say, but so, you know, you could say, but there is a bit of Tachteya because there is that, the frame itself. No, but it, the Rishonim say, you can see it from the Balamor, that's not Mashmah Tachteya. Tachteya is Mashmah, the whole wagon, you know, you've got a, a significant part of the wagon is Tachteya. So it must be, there was, a, there was a roof there. What was the roof? Must be the beams. Ah, once the beams are there, and a Khalami, you can have a Kashra from Sudan as well. And a Khalami, Rashi says. That's right, that's the only problem I have with the, with the Marashah, is as well, perhaps the biggest problem, is that but Rashi explained the problem with Benin as well. Yeah. If you know there's a way out, okay, I suppose the Gemara could have given it, you're saying it's not a strong Akasha. This is better, I think this is better, because that is only built on the fact that I know there must have been beams there, that's from Tafteen. Rashi didn't have to spell that out, because as we said, that's Poshat. Tafteen is pretty simple, Benin, we don't know what Benin is. Why is that? So Rashi had to explain why Bene and the, why the, the sort of the, the what it looked like. Okay, but a mice in the Ikka kasha becomes mekerch tachteen. Once there's tachteen, and a cholam, so Bene is also going to be a kasha, but it's mekerch Bene. That could well be why Rashi comes from tachteen. So I prefer that because it comes from the Rishon. Let's continue on in the Gemara. So the Gemara asks, Mechti, since right, the line begins with the words Rav Bedarato. You got that? Yeah. So the Gemara asks, Mechti, yeah. Almost halfway down. So Mehdi since Urchod da Agoda Kamahavoy. How long was each Agoda? Chomish Amin. It was five Amis long. Pusyot de Keresh Kamahavoy. What was the width of a beam? Of each of those beams. What was the width? Amso Upalgo. One and a half Amis. So Kamal Moisid. How many beams can you put along the length of the wagon? How many can you fit? Telosso. Three. Correct? Three, three beams? We agree? Our local book. Yeah? Mathematician? Right, three. We agree with that? Yeah, three beams. One and a half, one and a half, one and a half, that's four and a half. We said five. Well, this way is actually two and a half, that's irrelevant. Because this is your wagon. We are saying you put them like this. So you can get three along it. The, the width, the width was going down the length. Or the length of the beam was going across the width of the wagon, sat across the width of the wagon. And the length of the wagon, which is what's important to us right now, was five arms. Okay. So you've got one and a half, one and a half, one and a half. What's, what's going to be the gaps? Which are going to share out, obviously, so we the, assume. The, the length of, what was the length of the wagon? The length of the wagon was five arms. And the width of the wagon? According to Russia, it was actually two and a half. Two and a half, but then you had plus the wheels, but it's an extra two and a half. Okay. The plus the axle and the wheels, but the yeah, right. It's, we're not so worried about the width right now. It's, it's the length. We're looking for the length. Well, if we're trying to establish it. There was only that you could get three of them per wagon, then you aren't you're interested in the length. Correct. No, no, I, no. We're not. I'm saying we're not interested in the width right now. Yeah. So we'll need the width for, for a different calculation. So you, get, you, get, you get your four and a half hours and your five. That's right. That's right. So you got it. You got it. You got air, you got gaps of half an hour. How much is half an hour in spoken? Three spoken. And once you share that out, how many gaps are you going to have, by the way? Assuming you put one at this end, one in the middle, and one at the end. How many gaps are you going to have? Two. Two. So each gap is going to be one and a half arms. That's a uh, sorry, yes. Good, good. Tvachim. So you've got lovers. So 
in which case you don't have any. It's considered all completely roofed. Let's see that in the Gemara. So, um, where are we going? Puss the carriage, come away, I'm so powerful. Come on, Mesib. How many beams can you put down the wagon, down the left? Is Tolosa, three. Poshale, pal got the Amso. So you're left with half an armor where it's not, doesn't have the beams on top. About halfway down, line begins with pal got the Amso. You know that? Yeah? So, Kishadi le mar, bene ubeni. When you take that half an armor and you put it in between, which we said gives you one and a half tfochim in each gap, kolob, Domi, that's like lobbed. So, it is considered completely roofed. Yeah? So that's like the slats for That's like the slats, yeah, yeah. So the, Gemara, so the Gemara responds to that, no, 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 no. Mi sovart, did you think, karoshim apusayu havo manachruhu? That you put the beams on their width? No, they weren't put on their width. Achudon monachruhu. You put them on their edge. On their edge. Okay? In other words, if you're looking straight at the Mishkan, and you've got the Mishkan in front of you, okay? So let's say from the southern side I'm standing, right? So we'll take the long wall there. So you've got 20 in there. What's the length of that? It's going to be 30. Because each one, the width, is one and a half arms. It's quite big, right? We, we've already discussed this. This is pretty big, these beams. Yeah? One and a half arms, we're talking about, about 75 centimetres. Right, for the people who work in inches, we're talking about 30 inches or thereabouts, right? Pretty big, right? That's the, that's the, the width of each beam is going to be, is one and a half armors. What about, what's the, what you're calling the edge? In other words, the depth. What's the depth of each beam? Of each keresh? It's one armor. Look at the total, it's one armor. So if you put the, the depth r- resting on the frame, in other words, what you're calling on the edge, so each one is going to be one armor. So now how many can we get? So, so the Gemara thinks that, oh, we've we dealt with the question now. Can you get five of them? Can oh, we're four, because we, we can't get them exact. We don't want to, especially if there's a little bit protruding, we're going to ask soon. But even four. Even four. But four is already, exactly. But less, presu- oh, less. Now, I think the Hoverman of the Gemara is, we thought, okay, because we thought we were going with three. This is presumably the Hoverman, because otherwise what was the Gemara thinking? I mean, the Gemara's not stupid, right? The Gemara thought, okay, you want to get three? I could work it out with three. So one, one, right? So then you have two gaps sharing two armors. Correct? Well, each gap is an armor. Again, yeah? Because if you're doing it on the edge, three of them will make it three armors. If you've got three beams. Down the length of five armors, so you've got two gaps, each gap is going to be an armor. No lob there. Ah, we've, we've answered it. The Gemara says, no, but if you're going to monitor, if you think on the width, I understand you do three. But if you remember, the more we can actually fit on, the less we've got to pile up this way, pile upwards, it's going to be more stable. You'll be able to share the weight a bit better as well, make it easier to pull. Yeah? Lower center, you know, gravity and all these, it's, it's going to be better. Right? Be more stable. Yeah? So if you're going to put it on, call it the edge, then we're going to put four down. Five, we don't as happens because it'll be too squashed, especially as there's protruding. But so the Gemara says, let's let's see that inside. So me so far, did you think karoshim apusayu haba monachluhu that the beams are put on their width? No, achudon monachluhu. He would place them on their edge. So the Gemara, so what? So so for the end of the day, sumchad the keresh kamahabe. What was the depth of each of each uh, of each beam? Amso is one amo. So kamahabu mesiv. How many would you be able to put down the length? 
of five Amas, Arba, four. So Pashallah, Amso, so you're left with one Amma of gaps. Kishodi lo mar bene ubeni. How many gaps are you going to have this time? You got four down. How many gaps? Three. Three gaps. So when you divide your amo between three gaps, each one's going to be how many tefachim? Two tefachim, right? One amo is six tefachim. Six divided by three is two tefachim. You're still kolovet domi. You're still back at lovet. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, and I was Makura, so yeah, this, and I was still a Kasha, that's right. Yeah? So, the Gemara asks, uh, yeah, I think, I think we can go a little further than Durashi. Yeah? Jonathan, just quickly, quick recap, yeah? Just, what, we're, what we, we've said is that if you carry in a Rosh Hashanah which has got a roof, you're not high. Even though it's a Rosh Hashanah, if you carry, you know, 10 armors, whatever it is, because that's not the way it was done in the midbar. Midbar, they're in the midbar, right? You don't have a roof on top of the midbar, right? So the Gemara says that's not true, because we know the we, we know the halach is if you carry, let's say, under the wagons, under the wagons or next to the you know, you're chayav. We've got a statement, Rab B'shem Rabbi Chiyah. and the wagons. Remember, they have the beams all going all the way across, and just take it. The beams are going to make a roof. Think about it. You're going to have. So the Gemara is attempting to answer it by saying, no, when your chayav is, even though there's beams there, you're carrying in the gaps. It's not completely rooted because you didn't pack the beams literally right one, one next day. You have to have slight gaps, especially when you're going to think, see these kind of thing, things protruding, if you think about it. You have the taboys at the top. There's going to be things protruding. So they wouldn't be packed right next to each other. They'd be... So what we're trying to do is, though, we're saying, but how big is the gap? Unless the gap is three to four between one beam and the next, then we're going to use lobbits. And the gap is closed. So essentially the whole thing is roofed. And if the whole thing is roofed, then you're back to square one, which means that in the midbar, they were carrying under something which has a roof. And you're telling me in the midbar there was no such thing as a Rosh Hashanah. That's what we were trying to work out at the moment. Why are we saying that underneath the Agalas was the Rosh Hashanah? Why don't we say it's a separate Ahel? What do you mean? Why don't we say this? That's, that's, what I said, that's, we're gonna, that's how we know the 16 others we're going to learn from these Agolas as happens. It's learned from here. The Gomorrah, we'll see it by the end. But what, why didn't it become its own house? Some, somebody asked it yesterday, why, why don't we say good, good uh, you know, effectively good office, you know, the edges of the beams, and therefore you can have Nechitzas. I don't know. Possibly because it's moving, I don't know. I'm not sure why we don't say good, you know, the edges of the beams, you could drop Nechitzas that way and make it into its own uh, little thing. Maybe because it's moving the whole time. Although when it's stationary, I suppose you could ask. I don't know. It's a question. I'm not sure. Because we have, we have, we have seen there is there is such a shit. So if, if you, it's, if it's moving, you just I don't know, like a shit. Would they be moving or something? Again, it's learnt from there. But none of these you wouldn't be carrying there anyway on Shabbos. It's learnt from what they did in the Mishkan. But because we've learnt this, we we uh, we learnt it here. It comes out, you know, about building a basically a canopy or whatever you want to call it, a portico, whatever you want to call it. Like, a chuppah. Yes. A chuppah. You've got Gomorrahs about that. About so dropping the machitas and that's a rishos, you know, in the middle of a field. That may be your, uh, you know, your rishos hayofit. So, maybe because it's moving. I don't know. It would be like a ship then, for example. It would still, still be its own, yeah, still there, be its own house. Yeah, but, but there you've got the problem of machitas already.
there are there are shaders about these things which shouldn't move in. You know, have a look at the Gabi cars and things like that, you know. Okay. Levites, that's where the Gemara also, you know, brings it from. I don't know, it's, 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 it's proof, something we'd have to see the, what. The, the proof is that you can have a sukkah on top of... Um, the sukkah itself is not moving, though. The sukkah itself is not moving. That's, that's again, the egos in the, in the water, we say the egos are moving. You put the egos in the kli, then we view, possibly we view the egos as being stationary. Where can we wait for a camel? I think it was okay, wasn't it? Uh, could be. You won't be able to get in there. Not for because you can't get in there. But, no, but, but yeah, but essentially it's a sucker. It says you can't go up. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But, uh, essentially it's a sucker, yeah. So for the other day, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm just... I don't know, you'd have to... This is a dinner mechitzas, it could be different than Gabi mechitzas. So, okay, it's, it's, it's something we'd have to look into, right? So the Gemara answers, we'll just see this answer, and then we'll t- take a quick look at Rashi. Um, that's fine according to the one who holds Karoshim Melamaton Ovian Amo. In other words, we're saying it will work if you say basically there's a Machlokas. We all think, we've all learned always that how were the beams? What was the shape of the beams? It was tall and thin. Huh? Tall and thin. In other words, one, ten, it was. It was ten, ten by one by one and a half. Right? All the way up. That's what we're all taught, right? Well, here you're going to learn there's another shitter. And that is that actually it tapered. It was more like a, I don't know what you pyramid shape, or whatever. Whether it was on all sides, that's something. But it may have been on all sides that happens. It sort of literally came up to the top. Was just a, was just I think a tefach or something. If you look, uh, etzba, etzba, it tapered all the way up. Now, if you say that, then you're going to have gaps because if you have it facing inwards, mm-hmm. then benayan will be all right. Correct? Because if you imagine it, in the middle you've got loads of gaps. Making of them uh, sort of... Um, you could theoretically have them into... into lots you could, yeah? And Akhanami point out. I don't know if it doesn't seem they did that, but... So we're saying, Hani Khalamanda Oma. So it's fine according to the one who holds Karoshim and Amaton Ovianamo. So it's it's fine according to the Manda Omi says that the beams Melamaton Ovianamo that at the bottom they were the thickness was an amo, but Melamalon Colin Vehelkan Alkets. It's much was just the depth actually tapered. It's not much more. It was on all four sides, um, and as you went up, it tapered, tapered, tapered all the way to an etzba at the top. Right, an etzba is about a quarter of a tefa, depending on what side that's what we're taking. But it could be a t- between a quarter and a sixth, depending on which which finger you're using. But normally we say it's the thumb, right? So it's Shop it, then it will work. Then, then you've never had two agalas going very close to each other. The, the mice, they travelled like that. They did travel like that. That's what Rashi says. Even though the tips of them are wet. You're no worried way. about them chopping. There's just no way. Apparently they did. Or they did look, at least within three spots. Within 25 centimetres. They were very good drivers. There's many miracles in the midbar, right? <laughs> but... Uh, and Raman Dom, but according to one who says, Kashem Shem and Amaton of Yanamor, that just as at the bottom the depth was, the thickness was an amor, so too at the top, that was the thickness. So then, what are you going to say? Because then, if it was even all the way up, then you just simply do not get a gap big enough, you know, more than three to him, to be able to be able to, uh, to be able to work this through. So the Gemara, uh, so Rashi says, let's see if we can get a few Rashi's done. So if you look at Rashi, hey Amos, it's the last three lines of the narrow lines of Rashi there. Line begins with the word Rebach. Okay? 
So we said, what was the length of the, of the wagon? We said it was hey amas. It's five amas. Because it had come on. That you'll see in the Gemara a little further on. So we said, Kamamosif, how many beams could you put down the length? Kamasadorin, that means how many, um, because remember, it wasn't just one beam, you piled them up. So each one was a seder of, let's say, three, four beams, right? So Kamasadorin, Yochod Hoshif Ab Urech Zofenosel. How many Sadorin piles of beams could you set along the length of its walls? Telosa, three. Vesulo, not more than that. Umachzikas Daladamas Vachetzi, that would take up four and a half armors. Poshle Revach Palgodam, so you're left with a gap of half an armor. Now, Shodi de Mar Benu Beni, split that half an armor between the two gaps you've got. Kesha'atu Machalik le Revach, when you split that gap, Shebena Sadorin, between the piles of beams, Ein Bechol Revach el Revia Amor, between, right, each and other words, each gap would be a quarter of an armor. Do Tevach, right, because you've got two gaps we worked out. Do Tevach Merzo, a quarter of an armor is a Tevach and a half. Davide Lobed, then you've got Lobed, Vainu Makura, in which case you're back to square one, it's Makura. So we said no, because you don't put, you didn't rest them on their width, they rested them on their, on Achudan Lonachlu, on the depth, on the edge. Deikor, Rav Chotfeb. Now you've got a much bigger gap, because we think you still only put three there. So we said, Sumcha is the obvious of thickness. So we said no, because Amso, because um, we, as we're going to answer later on that the thickness was an amul, right? Each, the thickness was only one amul. So we said, but come on, Moshev, how many of them would you then put on? How many piles would you put there if, you, if you're doing it on the, on the depth, on the, on the edge? As many as you could fit down the length of the, of the wagon, he would do so. You wouldn't want to pile them upwards um, because there were 12 beams for each Agoda. Shememches Koroshim Hoi, there were 48 beams all in all. Chav Koroshim Nitzofen, 20 for the north. Vesem Nadorim, 20 for the south. Vesheish Namarov, 6 on the west. Vesheshnaim Nimix, those 2 for the, for the edges, right, the corners. Vesheshim Nadorachvan Amo, Vochetzi, since the width was an Amo and a half, Umeshav Chudon, Kotze, and the the edge, right, what we're calling the depth of it, was obviously was that bit shorter, it was one armor. If you're going to pile, right, them up on the edge, think about it, right, if you're piling them up like this way, it's going to be even worse, because it's getting higher now, isn't it? Imagine that was your, that was your beam. If you pile them like this, it doesn't get that high. If you pile them like this, it's going to get higher. So it's very nice you can get more along the length, but you're going to get going upwards. Bad, bad idea to... It's no one and a half. That's right. It's one and a half going upwards now. That's not a good move. So, um, so if you pile too many upwards, hey, no fears, they're going to fall. Hilkov, therefore, Kamuhu Mosev, how many did he put, would he put down? Arba, four uh, down the length. The Hamisha, the Hamisha, five in five armors, Loyosi, they wouldn't do that. Because you can't squeeze them together with some semen to get it so exact. To fit five and five armors. But even furthermore, because you have these tabois protruding, which are going to get in the way. So the kitsa, the kitsa, if you're putting it, we'll, we'll leave that last, last, um, Rashi. Uh, no, in fact, sorry, it's not the last Rashi. Kishodi mar beni ubeni. Sorry, so you've got the gap now. You've got four there. You've got one armor gap. When you, when you divide that between the various gaps, to divide this armor, between the three gaps, should be an abba story, which three gaps you get with the four piles. That's like, in which case you've got a gap of two to four in each. We'll leave the last little bit of Rashi till tomorrow. So if you're doing it on the width, that's fine. Then you'll get three there, but then you've got one and a half gap in each thing. And if you're doing it on, on this way, 
sort of on the on the depth, you're going to want to get four down the neck because otherwise it'll pile up to uh, you know it won't be very stable. In which case, then each gap will be two to four. So the kits are we're still still stuck at the moment.